Please do not discern me. I'm winning you, baby. I'm loving and doing so well. I don't know the words. So well, so well, so well. Okay, whatever. One, two, three. The Eavesdrop. Hello, everyone, or welcome to the Eavesdrop. Thank you so much for joining me here today. No. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Eavesdrop. My name is Laifa. Thank you so much for joining me here today. And it's another one where it's just me. No extra characters, you know, so it might be it might be like this, you know, as the spirit leads, as I like to say. What are we listening to? Do you know who I always dip in and out of, actually? And I think I've mentioned this before, so some of you, this won't surprise you, but if it does, well, get to now if you don't know. I've been loving Diana. If you don't know who she is, she is a singer, songwriter, um, also a YouTuber, mostly known for like her... I suppose how do I how did I discover her well I discovered her I came across her when she did the uh say yes is it say yes to the dress or you know that there was a series on television where the man has to plan the wedding and the woman has no involvement anyway that's where I saw her from and it, she was with her um partner at the time I don't think they're together anymore but that's a story for another day that's her story to tell anyway um yeah so I discovered her from that is it say yes to the dress or what is it guys comment below what's it called because I saw her on that program before I knew that she had a YouTube channel what um don't tell is it called don't tell the bride something like that don't tell the bride say it's something like that where the man plans the husband has to plan the wedding Anyway, soon after, discovered her YouTube channel and like, you know, initially I was like a closet fan. It's like, I really like her, but I don't want to like her because she's different. Like she's not doing what the black girls do on the YouTube. It's like her style is different and she just has this swag about her. And anyway, I've just, I'm an open fan. It's very clear that I like what she does. I like what she stands for. And I think because she's you could see that she's so multi-talented like she's gifted she sings she's a dancer she has she's very stylish as well she has style and some people like not everybody some people could be fashionable but are you stylish like she's stylish she's just and even like she the way she edits her videos like she's just a multidisciplinary, multifaceted human being and I love I I love to see it in that I love to see it in people so um yeah she has I don't know if it's an album or an EP but she has released some songs and I mean she it you can see that in this music that she's released it's been therapy for her and I love that like I like listening to music that is like oh this is your therapy because music is therapy for me as as well like that's why I kind of like dip in and out because it's a great place to vent and then you can create something beautiful out of it but yeah it seems that um she's split up with her longtime husband and in her music she's just venting what she's yeah she's just spilling telling her truth and I don't know it's not necessarily my style of music I, 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 I appreciate it but that's what I've been listening to I've been it it feels like 
I love stories being told as well. I'm a sucker for a story, t- a story being told. And I like to hear the beginning, the middle and the end. So I've kind of like just listened to her collection of songs and it's like, oh, wow, really? Like, because she's spilling so much tea. And if you are like a fan of hers or you like her stuff, check it out. Um, I, as I said, like I like dipping in and out because she is so talented. It's so, And I think that and I think, you know, what is I'm a sucker for an underdog. I think most people are most people like the underdog once you've made it it's kind of like it's like I don't know what it is because even I'm going back now but you remember Jessie J does anybody remember Jessie J anyway super talented like she's got a great voice like she's a powerhouse yeah a belter powerhouse and um discovered her on when she was making YouTube videos and just singing her songs on YouTube and then all of a sudden she blew up and then the following died down because it's like, oh, you're no longer the underdog, you know, you know, and it's really hard to, I don't know what it is. It's hard to maintain a fan base when you move from being underground to mainstream. It, I don't know. And I don't know if it's just a British thing or this is just worldwide, but I know that in the UK, especially London, sometimes within the music industry, like, I don't, I don't know if it's just music or the creative field, we could be a bit of bad vibes, like, bad, bad vibes cartel, like, bad vibes, like, it's just hard to connect the dots, but yeah, I'm loving what she's doing, good for her, speaking her truth, venting it out, I've just been enjoying her stuff, really, and like, every now and again, it's great to have, like, her vlogs in the background, so I've been enjoying her what have you guys been listening to um share with me what have you been watching I want to be honest I really want to get back into watching YouTube personalities like content creators but that like YouTube has changed so much that it's really hard (laughs) to it's hard to I'm saying I'm laughing because I'm like somebody who's on the platform talking about the platform it's hard like the algorithm is not algorithming for me it's hard to for me to create uh, like a feed that will benefit what like my soul like the things that I want to see is either like and especially when I want to see for me personally I like seeing content creators that look like me and sometimes when you find them they're either I can't there's no connection because I like the whole reason I love YouTube is the real relatability so there's no connection or it's gimmicky right or it's overly luxurious like luxury babe and I'm here I love a luxury babe I love a luxury queen and I think because it's like um I'm not there right so I have to watch that just in doses before I start looking at my life and start comparing and thinking why do some people have it and some people do not do get but if you have any recommendations also I I like real people but like also I don't like poverty porn I know it sounds really like I don't want to watch somebody who's just gonna go on about how they're struggling babes we're all struggling out in these streets babes <laughs> yeah I know and I know that as British people as Londoners as British people we know how to be stroppy and like just go we know how to be dramatic about things I so if you're gonna suggest something it please make some suggestions Who who's making vlogs like 
I'm not seeing the vlogs. I, I, I'm seeing like some of the beauty gurus are kind of returning to YouTube and it's like, oh, what's happening here? I don't really, I'm not really a beauty guru. What? Mm, I mean, I don't know. I think I need some recommendations because I haven't been watching very much. Um, I've been busy. Life has been lifing. But yeah, I want to talk a little bit about um, youth youth being a social currency especially if you are a female if you are a woman or you represent as female because typically speaking it's it's like if you are in the say entertainment space or trying to get into the entertainment space especially if it's like within music or presenting or you know like I think with acting it's a bit more forgiving of a woman's age but um the ageism for women is a real and I know like a lot of musicians especially back in the day I don't know how much so now that were lying about their age that you know they'd at least take five years off their age sometimes 10 years off their age for the sake of you know if you are a woman and you're of a certain age you're not gonna sell which is a real shame it's like like the music industry or the entertainment field is already hard enough women especially younger women they don't necessarily help the matter they will shame another woman another entertainer for being a certain age like look at you at your big age and you're still doing this and it's like well like don't we all want to live to a certain age don't we all want a long life or like growing old getting older is a privilege I think life experiences have taught me that like so I'm a bit more like I I don't think I shame people for their age whereas somebody would be like two three years younger than me and I feel like their jokes are like age shaming and it's like rah like you want to get to my age really like you do you really want to get to my age it's only like two three years between us you you kind of want to get to my age so let's stop there you know but um it's it even prior to acknowledging that I've never been one to broadcast my age because unless I'm sleeping with you and my family member I don't understand why you need to know and um you often have people guess I mean you can if you want to that's your business unless I've asked you to guess and tell me don't tell me what you think what you think I am because I'd rather not know because again I don't want to know and mm, with men it's the opposite and it's like it's not fair but it's just that's what it is like as a man gets older it's considered that he's you know he's really stepping into himself he becomes more distinguished it's supposed that he's making more money because he's older he's had that time to build wealth or you know build whatever whatever it is um he generally seen more attractive because and also men typically it doesn't matter what race you are men typically age better than women this is me stereotyping I know it's not always true but typically speaking men age better than women I think it's just because women being child bearers so what when you have a child and the whole carrying a child and labor what that that trauma that it does to the body it ages you like in a way from the inside out you know it's like oh like it was shown on the inside now it's starting to show on the outside you know and it's funny because I wanted to ask you a lot actually because um this whole I've seen so many 
like I watch a lot of content I consume a lot of content so that's probably a problem for me but I see a lot of black women and I'm assuming they're maybe my age range and they'll be like oh like, I know because I look young for my age and I'm looking at them and I'm guessing I'm like no you look your age but I can see why you're saying you look young for your age especially if you are in the corporate sector and you are um there's not many people that look like you typically speaking I've had like people try and suck it out of me like oh so how old are you and it's like um I'd like unless you I suppose the thing with me my age isn't a secret right but I'm it's just something I don't broadcast unless you are asking me like and we've established a relationship like how old are you I'm not gonna tell you I'm just not gonna tell you it's just I don't understand why you need to know but I think it depends on the context it depends on the environment it depends on who it is like it, it depends on my mood as well but um I've been recently been told oh my goodness you look so young you look like you look like you had your children at 50 and I'm like girl but like who like who looks young like if I admit in my mind I'm like no I think I look my age no I, I don't know if I look but like it's because I'm talking to somebody who isn't black and um especially if this person hasn't grown up around black people and isn't very aware of like how we age it's just like oh no we just age like on the outside appearing like the body is still aging on the inside but the body is still doing what it needs to do right but because of our skin type because of our skin we just age differently it looks like we're aging slower like I don't say it's like I don't know if it is that we're aging so I don't think we're aging slower but we age differently so it appears as if we're aging slower and sometimes it can appear that we're aging like 10 years slower than our white counterparts and this is I think this is scientific because you lot do your googles and you lot who are educated and come and comment in the description box or in the description box in the comments and let me know but because of recent time people oh my like they like people will guess or they'll make an assumption and then I suppose when they talk to me and I speak I sound like a grown woman (laughs) like I don't sound like what I look like to them so it's it throws them off and they're like what hang on how old are you it's like babes I'm a grown woman (laughs) like don't don't you ever don't you ever and um I find it interesting because they're like wow you look so young and I'm like "Mm, um you know what you know what I want to ask you lot actually is it all because I said this um the other day I just want to respond yes because I'm black like and that sounds so like I don't know if that just sounds so political and it probably does but this is my truth like you I look young it's because I'm black like so you think that me looking young and I think as well it's I'll only take it if another black person tells me that I look young because um somebody who is black we we know what each other look we know what we look like and we know what we age like kind of thing but it's like um I just want to say, yeah, it's because I'm black, babes. That's the only thing. That's just, that's just, our skin does that. It's just one of those things. So get used to it. It's one of those things. I'm really, so, I don't know what to do. I don't, I don't know what to tell you, but uh, it's just one of those things. And it, you know what, because it's a, it's like, especially as a woman, it's like a compliment to hear that you look younger than your age, but it's like, 
I don't know if that is necessarily true, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be like, oh no, I'm denying it or whatever. But it's just like, of recent, I've been getting that. And I just wanna say, it's because I'm black, babes. Honestly, there's no other reason for it. My body on the inside is still doing the same thing. Like my lower back is telling me that I have, I've, I've got three kids, do you get me? So like my body's still doing the same thing on the inside as your body's doing, but on the outside, it's just different, okay? And it's just the skin, it's just the skin. So it appears as though, and I suppose when you are in a suppose like entertainment or music or what, like it's beneficial to look or appear younger as a female, as a woman, because youth is your social currency. And it's great if you're like 18, 19, it's great. But the problem is like you're old for you, you're an adult or you're old for a long time. Like youth is only a short period of time. So you, whatever that is, whatever capital that gives you, take advantage of it whilst you can, because it's not going to last forever. But at the same time, whilst you're there, and I think maybe because I'm talking to the younger lot now saying, are oh, you like, whilst you're there bashing women who are slightly older than you going, oh, but at your, look, aren't you at your big, big age? It's like, babes, you're going to get there. And then when you get there, maybe you'll see, maybe you maybe you think somewhat differently about at your big, big age. Because the funny thing is, what I've found is that the older I get and you obviously you get more experiences, it's like the less, <laughs> the less I feel like I know it's such a problem. Like I miss that like 21 and feeling like I've arrived, feeling like I know it all, feeling like boom, 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 and that kind of like nonchalant, not caring, just like I'm a go-getter, I'm a get and then life happens and you're just a little bit more cautious. You step you you tread carefully and um the more I know, the more I learn, the more I realize that I don't know shit. I don't know shit. As much as like sometimes you're like, I look at certain people and I'm like, oh so you're a life coach, are you? Mm-hmm. what life are you, have you experienced meanwhile the person who is quiet and is the elder and isn't talking that's the person I want to learn from because I'm like you've had some experiences you've got some knowledge that you're not sharing but I feel like life has hit you in a way that you're like I'm gonna hold back because the way this life is yeah hey <laughs> the way this life is let me just hold my lips I get it but the young one, they're like, yeah, I'm a life coach. But I'm just like, life coach for who? Which life have you experienced? That's me throwing shade. You know what? Do you? Do you? If it works for you, it works for you. But um, it's something that I've noticed about, you know, youth being social currency for women. And another bit of social currency is if you are attached to a man. Ah, if you are attached to a man, because the funny thing is we talk about privileges, all sorts of privileges, white privilege, pretty privilege, accent privilege, British privilege, uh, this uh, Western, all the different privileges that you can have, breathing privilege, all the different privileges. But like as a woman, even though I said that marriage is a scam and I'm sticking by it, I'm always going to reference that episode so you could go listen to it. But um, as a woman, being attached to a man is your social currency and I know that even myself well I don't know if I've had to use it no I haven't had to use it 
but I've seen people use it for me. I've seen people speak on my behalf in certain spaces and use it for me. And it's like, oh, like, and this is maybe to prove a point or to get something done. And I think it's great if you can use your privilege to benefit, like, for a and sometimes you just need to use your privilege because you need to eat which is fine like we are like capitalism be capitalizing like we all need to eat like if you are beautiful and you got that pretty privilege and you like what else can you do that's your gift that's your talent is it your fault that you're beautiful is it your fault is it is it your fault that you are fine that you are a fine babe it's not your fault it's not your doing go and talk those people that have hiccup go and talk to god about it it's not it's not your fault in it but um yeah like like I've seen certain people use the fact that I'm attached to a man to prove certain points. And I think maybe indirect, because I'm aware of it, I think maybe I have used it unknowingly, knowingly, but unknowingly or unknowingly, knowingly, subconsciously, let's say it like that, subconsciously used the fact that I'm attached to a man to um get certain ears to listen to get me into certain spaces to get people to take me seriously because there's something about whether you want to if whether you believe it or you don't believe it there's something about oh if if she's a woman fine okay but then she's a woman of a certain age okay fine but when she's a woman of a certain age and she's attached to a man it's like oh okay like there's there, there's something that happens and I think maybe I even find myself doing it because maybe also because I'm looking for a a, a, a role model <laughs> because hey this married life thing it's not an easy something anyway but um I want to know your thoughts if you are like have you noticed people treating you differently like I typically I have these conversations in private because people will ask me how old I am and I won't tell them and again it's not because I'm embarrassed about it I'm not ashamed of my age no far from it it's just that um people use that to place you and judge you and especially if I'm at a place where I'm already placing myself and judging myself because comparison is the thief of joy but I'm still doing it like looking at myself and looking at my peers and thinking what have I done what should I be doing and it's a very like I'm being so honest. It's a very dangerous space to be in. Like, but at the same time, it's like, it's how we've grown up. People, if you weren't being compared to your siblings, you were being compared to your classmates or you were being compared to your church friends or you were being compared to somebody or the other. And I want, I'm not going to say my mum didn't practice this, not my mum personally, but you know, you've seen the aunties and the uncles do it. And it's like, oh, there's something in, you know, and even let's be honest, if you're a teacher, when you're grading your students, you grade them according to the criteria, but then also you grade amongst, like, amongst each other, the, you know, the classmates, like, oh, who's going to get, oh, it's not A, B, C, D anymore, is it? So in the UK, they've changed the grading system it's been a few years now so it's like it's not a b c anymore it's like nine eight seven six five four three two one so a nine is equivalent to an a star an eight anyway 
I'm saying all of that because there's a comparison when they're grading as well. And also it's needed when, even when you're trying to get out to, oh God, it's just, I hate this life. (laughs) Like I'm going on, but I'm just like, I just hate it here. Like, it's just, it's just like, like for real, like really, like why, why? (sighs) I don't know. It's just the ghetto. It's the ghetto. It is. I don't know. And then also there is a thing where like people, you know, that is a whole nother subject of people will judge you, not just on your age and if you're attached to a man, but if you're a woman and if you have children by a certain age. And of this, I have, I would love to bring somebody on to really have this discussion and talk about their own experiences because, you know, I started, to me, I started young. I mean, for me, for me, in hindsight, when I look back, I feel like I started young um when I had my first child but uh I'd love to have that conversation with um women who have started a family later than myself and how like did they feel any like the social pressures that come with that and it's it's crazy this whole because I'm feeling so many isms in so in so many ways and I don't know if it's that I'm putting it on myself or am I actually sensing certain things it's crazy but definitely um I do want your insight on if somebody's like oh uh you know you look so young I'm just like yeah it's because I'm black babes it's the melanin trust me you all want some like I can't it's not my fault it's not my doing it's a bit annoying because like how old is like people are like oh Beyonce's auntie now because she's 40 plus you know but Drake still gets to be Drake well does he still get to be Drake I don't know I don't know maybe some of you can tell me also you know the I don't this conversation might be so redundant by now but I feel like this is something that I thought for a long time but maybe if you don't have like that social currency and that influence or the numbers, people won't hear you. But the idea of like the black girls on Instagram having a look, a certain aesthetic, and they all look the same with the lace front wigs and the baby hairs, the baby hairs be baby hearing. And I've always been somebody who's never been a fan of baby hairs. It's just a bit like, I suppose it's like the whole if you don't have type three hair or type four a hair at least you can do baby hairs you know and the aesthetic is everybody looks the same everybody looks the same and um recently went to I recently went to Kalechi's podcast if you're wondering who Kalechi is she has a podcast called say your mind I'm an avid listener I love her stuff um um, she's a bit some you either like her or you don't it's one of those things anyway I went to her live show at Sadler's Worlds and the cr- I absolutely loved the crowd I went with Izzo who some of you have met or heard on the podcast and you know she was saying that she's ne- like she doesn't really she's never been in a crowd like this she's never been in a crowd like this because it was a very eclectic very different crowd and it wasn't that sort of everybody looks like an Instagram babe kind of thing and the the weave and the extent like it was just every different hair types different ages it was just very 
very eclectic, but we all have one interest. Obviously, we love what Kalechi talked about. And I was saying that's so interesting that you say that because I've been in crowds like this, but it's generally because we all have one passion or the same desire. So the other another time when I find myself in a in an eclectic cloud in an eclectic cloud, well, in an eclectic crowd such as that is if I go to an open mic night with with a certain type of music because then nobody's trying to show off everybody's maybe a struggling musician or yeah everybody's like trying to make it somewhere somehow so you can kind of just wear a t-shirt and jeans but you can it doesn't like it's not like it doesn't matter how you present like the people are more concerned about your gift your talent like once you hold the mic what can you do and those are the kind of spaces that I feel safe in and to be honest when everybody's done up and your makeup is onto the nines I feel a pressure that I have to come and represent but also like the, the, the there's a certain standard like girls will be women not just girls but women be looking at you like oh, are you cool enough to be in this crowd whereas when you're in crowds where you all have one passion it doesn't matter how you present. You can be a man dressing up as a woman. If you can sing, you can sing. You could be a woman dressing up as, like it doesn't matter. And those are the kind of crowds that I much prefer to be in because I don't know, I just feel safer. Like nobody's judging me on my appearance. Whereas some of these other crowds, I know it sounds really weird. It's like even to have your natural hair out. And I'll say this, especially like being Nigerian that, if your hair is out, like my hair is right now, if you're listening, my hair is in a high bun. Yeah. This is considered out. My hair is out. My hair is not done because unless it's braided or it's in wigs or it's in cane roll or something as a Nigerian, that's when my hair is done. My hair is put together right now. I'm just, this is just an in-between hairstyle until I have a hairstyle. So basically what I'm saying is when I go to events and my hair is like this, and it's a Nigerian crowd, I feel almost like I'm not put together or people will make you feel as though you're not put together just because how, just because of, um, they, they will treat you that way. Even if you didn't feel that way before, they will treat you that way because there's a bit of an othering, like your eyelashes, the nails, the skin, the hair, the makeup, like everything, like certain crowds you have to, present in a certain way and it's um the problem with that is that presentation there's a cost that comes with that and it's like most of my money I spent it on my kids I'm not gonna lie (laughs) like if it's not food it's on children like that's how I that's how I be spending my money that's how my money's be getting spent so there's that so it's like and then you know obviously earlier I was talking about the whole age thing so imagine you are of a certain age yeah and and I could be talking about, I don't know. It's really weird. It's really, you have to present in certain spaces. I just find that I have to present in a certain way. And like, I'm so glad that this young, this girl spoke about, you know, um, the whole idea of, do you actually like that look or do you, are you feeling like you have to conform to this standard of what the black girl looks like? Everybody's makeup is the same. Their hair is the same. Their eyelashes, like there's a look that every black girl has. And it's like, if you have your hair out in a fro or in a twist out or in a braid out, like you're going against the grain and 
it's like it's weird because you're being fed the algorithm because everybody looks the same you're being fed the same imagery do you really like that image or is it because you're being conditioned and this is fun, so funny because this condition is not this conditioning is not even like deliberate it's not intentional it's just how the algorithm has worked that everybody sees this image every young black girl sees this image and you don't even necessarily have to be young but you see this image and you want to you see it over and over again and then you start thinking okay this is the standard so you dress that way and then you start posting those images that you've seen so now you are the image you're now replicating that image on yourself so now you are the image and you're posting that image another person will see the image of you which you've imitated from somebody else and it just turns into this okay now all black girls look the same and then now like there's a certain type of British black guy that especially like the London ones that they 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 now are conditioned not all of them this is a generalization to like this this look that is considered oh well that's that's like the new norm but should you have your hair out in a fro it's anyway it's so interesting I'm so I'm gonna I'll maybe leave a link to this girl's TikTok who really spoke about it because she said it so well and it's like it's so true like am I having my hair this way because I like it or is it because I'm conforming if I hadn't seen all of these images of black girls looking this way would I like it do I like do I really like the baby hairs um I'm not even part of the baby hair brigade but do I really like it I have definitely conformed to certain pressures and it's just like well when you look better people treat you better that's the truth when you look better whether it's a standard of beauty or whatever when you look better people treat you better you better not you could be looking bummy and have all the money people don't know that you have all the money because you look bummy you need to present you need to present and I think this is just a cult a black culture thing because I know in the non-black community they don't have these I say that I know I'm making the assumption that they don't have these issues because have somebody who's like a millionaire and they look bummy as hell and they're walking down the street they're on their bike and they're a millionaire and you're thinking what's your problem meanwhile you know what i mean but um i'd love to hear some of your thoughts um i don't mind being in the crowds where the girls are done up especially the nigerian girls who are done up. i don't mind but i know that the stage I am in life as well which is can I be honest this is very vain like I don't dress for men (laughs) I dress for women (laughs) like I'm not gonna I want I do I do it is like a I dress for I dress for your mom your sister your cousin your friend like I want to attract women I'm not trying to attract a man I don't need to I don't want to so it's there's there's this because also you know I've spoken about friendships a lot and um, I continue to speak about them, but it's like when you look a certain way, you attract certain, do you know what I mean? You attract certain people. So I'm not dressing for myself. Like I am dressing for myself, but I'm dressing for women. I'm not dressing for men. That is such a shallow, shallow thing to say. Yes, I'm shallow. Oh my God. Oh, shoot me. Anyway. Oh God, I might regret that. I might regret saying that, but it's the truth. Do you know what I mean? And we could talk about that further in a another time but um thank you so much for listening nice short one thank you for watching share with me some of your thoughts about um this post I should you know what I should actually find 
her name. I wonder if I saved her. Oh, she just made some really good points. I I will leave her the post in the aha. Uh-huh. Okay, so I'm going to play it to you. Just listen. This I hope I, I hope yeah, anyway, listen. So I've been seeing this conversation about the UK having a standardized black girl look. This is referring to the frontals, lashes, and aesthetic that we present. A black woman who's actually very particular about how I self-present, I think to some extent it can be damaging. And why do I say this? Frontals, nails, lashes are not inherently bad or good. You can choose to wear them. However, where the problem lies is the standardizing of this look. And let's not argue that it hasn't been standardized because we know it has. It's actually very pressuring, especially for younger girls who can't afford or don't even like this aesthetic. The problem with standardizing a certain look is that it doesn't allow you to self-express in ways that you want to. And of course, some would argue, just wear what you want, wear whatever hairstyle you want. Sometimes they don't actually question, am I wearing this hairstyle because I like it or because I've seen it enough to then wear it? To some extent, it actually homogenizes us, crushes the room for self-expression. When things are standardized, you're often not given much choice, even though you think you have a choice. If that makes sense. This creates expectations that oftentimes not everyone wants to live up to it. So the biggest takeaway in why you present a certain way. Do I like this look? What do I actually like? Is there a problem with how I feel with or without this? She makes so many good points. She's called abstract on uh, TikTok. Anyway, I think so. She makes so many good points. And um, that point about like, okay, if I'm not wearing my wig, my wig today, if my hair is not in, in braids today, do I still feel beautiful? Do I still feel cute? Um, for me, I do. Like, as long as my, my thing is, as long as my hair is neat, I don't feel bummy. <laughs> but um, I think it depends on where I'm going. So as I said, like, if I'm going to a Nigerian event and I know that Nigerian women are going to be there or Nigerian girls are going to be there, I'm going to present in a certain way just because I know that I'm not dressing for men. <laughs> I'm dressing for women. Or like if I'm going to an open mic night or like a music event, where we're going there for one person and you can dress how you like. It's about your, like everybody's there for your talent. Like it doesn't matter. Obviously if you look good, it's a plus, but I mean, that's not the main thing. And again, like when we went to Kelechi's event, it was just like an eclectic ray of people. And I felt very safe. Like I felt like an individual didn't feel like homogenized. It's we're not a monolith. Do you know what I mean? Just before I go, because I've been going on and on and on, I also want to say I feel like it adds to um, even mu- music because I've said that um, I've listened to certain songs and the like I don't get it. Like I don't know why people are going crazy over it. And like I'm, I'm thinking, oh, I must be the problem because, you know, this notion of numbers don't lie. If everybody's doing it or if everybody's liking it, then it must be good. But I'm like, no, I have taste. I do. It's these people. It's these people are being sheep. Nobody knows what like you see people in really, really high positions, even in like the film industry or like in areas of entertainment, you wouldn't believe. And 
they themselves don't know what is good they don't have taste they're just like oh well if everybody likes it then it must be good and it's like well not necessarily like I pers- I think that I have like when it comes to music especially I'm gonna say like think music that is or uh, like R&B soulful that kind of like if it has that kind of uh if it's not that music but you can see it has that kind of influence even Afrobeat or like I can I can decipher oh this is good without the crowds telling me this is good like I can decipher that I feel like because I've loved music forever but the problem is when everybody's going crazy for one thing and I don't feel the same. I, I sound like a hater. I mean, this is going off on a tangent, but it, it, I sound like a hater or a weirdo. And it's again, like if you're not dressing like everybody else or putting your hair like everybody else or doing your nails like everybody else. like I, And it's so funny because even of recent times, like um, I got myself a nail kit because I was like, actually, I do like nails, but um, I, I don't like that that is like getting my nails done on a weekly or fortnight like it's out of my budget I don't have the budget for it and I think I've been heavily influenced because there was a point where my sister always had her nails done and she's one of those like my sister I love her to pieces but she is an Instagram babe like she is what the Instagram people love like she looks right she's like and she works really hard as well like she if she wants to look a certain way she can afford it because she works very hard for every penny that she gets but um and the funny thing is there's a huge age gap but there's a big age gap between us but I feel like oh I want like oh my sister looks cute like let me look cute as well like you know let's be those sisters oh those sisters are so cute together you know because and they always look cute that kind of thing oh my god I rambled chai you lot am i making any any sense to anybody anyway thank you so much for listening i'd love to hear your thoughts um if you were watching on youtube comment like subscribe let me hear your thoughts if you've been listening on all streaming platforms i appreciate you i i appreciate you i appreciate you okay Anyway, bye for now. Bye. The ease drop. Ease drop.